We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Winning isn't everything, but it's the only thing. In our business, there is no second place. Either your first or your last. Exactly two minutes remain in this football game. Dallas leads Green Bay 17 14. Shar on third down. Third and goal. Quarterback. Three seconds left. Green Bay Packers are going to be world champions, NFL champions for the third straight year. Far. Lays it up for Freeman and it's incomplete. What is up, everybody? Welcome back to another episode of Talk of the Tundra, a proud partner of the Eurostep Podcast Network and the Blue Wire family. I am your down, bad, down, horrendous, down, atrocious host, Numak. And joining me for another embarrassing podcast about the Packers losing <laughs> is Jordan Tresky. Jordan, how are you doing, buddy? I am... Um... Doing well, considering the circumstances. Wow. Yes. I have resigned to this fate. <laughs> I almost want to like plan a funeral for the 2022 Green Bay Packers. Just yeah. have a nice little cheese spread. <laughs> Talk about the good times. <laughs> Talk about the many bad times that continue to pile up. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah, it's been bad. Talk about times of yesteryear when Aaron Rodgers could put a ball where he wanted to. A time when they'd actually run the ball with purpose. Let's talk about the good times. And not an embarrassing loss to the now 2-6 and six Detroit Lions. <laughs> yes, it wasn't good, folks. Is... I'm sure you watched it. And I'm sorry if you had to watch it like me and Jordan had to. A 15-9 to nine loss to the Detroit Lions uh, in Detroit. And there wasn't a whole lot to take from it. So we'll go through the uh, 
through the drives and the stats real quick, but it's going to be quick. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. The, uh, the game started like how the rest of the Packers games have started this year with the defense, not being able to stop a team on their first drive for the most part, but to their credit, the Lions drove pretty far down the field, nine plays, 55 yards, and got to the Green Bay seven-yard line. And or the Lions went four and fourth and one, didn't get it, turnover on downs. Hey, turns out to be a good start, what we thought. Set the tone for the day. Set the tone. <laughs> Packers take over at their own seven, obviously. 13 plays, 88 yards. We're on the precipice of scoring. Detroit five-yard line. What else would you do than throw a football right into somebody's helmet, Jordan? For then an interception. Um, not the first time that Aaron Rodgers, not the second time that Aaron Rodgers has done that this year. No, too. it's it was a. It will, we'll 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 start weaving this thread carefully. It was a low pass that hit a guy in the helmet. Interception. So <laughs> it's gonna be a lot like this, folks. Ensuing drive, Packers defense shows up again. Three and out, minus seven yards. Packers, <laughs> seven plays, 47 yards at the precipice of scoring at the Detroit one-yard line. And what play do the Packers draw up but a, <laughs> a short pass to David Bakhtiari, the man who you don't even know he's going to play some weeks. He's, he's questionable week to week. Like, you don't use them. There's sometimes they don't know on Saturday if Dave Bakhtiari is going to play. And we'll talk about this later as to whose play it probably was, but they send out Dave Montgomery to catch a, a, a pass and where he can let him block. Not even just that. Um, the throw that Aaron Rodgers made was incredibly awful. It was so bad. Running backwards, throwing it completely <laughs> Not- off of one foot, completely his – Gravity is facing this way, and he's forced to throw it the opposite direction. To again, an offensive lineman who ended up not playing the entire second half except for the final drive. <laughs> it's 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 incredible. Like you said, Rogers was throwing off his back foot and backpedaling in the backpedaling in the first place. Bakhtiari was also backpedaling. I don't know if there's ever a play in football history where you have two people backpedaling that ends that that finishes well. Like it's it's. Beyond a stretch of the imagination, as we know, uh, Hayden Hutchison intercepts it in the end zone, touchback, lines the ball back, punt, turnaround downs uh, from the from the Packers, which is oh yeah, incredible. Like they just don't have anything in short yardage for for any of this. Also, before we keep going, I feel like I'm in hell with. Going from Mike McCarthy to uh, Matt LaFleur in when it comes to fourth down. Mike McCarthy would never go for it on fourth down. Well, like he just wouldn't. There's do a it. constant here. There is a constant. And like he would never go for it on fourth down and would like hit the field goal or punt. Like Mike McCarthy more so on the coward side of the fourth down, like the whatever that that punt thing is on Twitter, that that one um, Twitter account that's run by oh. a bot. It's like this is the one of the like, 99th percentile of cowardly puns in NFL history, whatever it was. Yeah. Like, sometimes you just need to take the points. And if they take the points on their two turnover on downs, it's 15 15. 
like they don't have to drive to end the game. They can go to win the game at the end of the game in a dome. In too. a dome, and hindsight's twenty twenty. But at some point, you gotta put points on the board, right? Like you can't just keep driving seventy yards to drive seventy yards to get no points out. You have to put something on the board, and so yeah. they end up uh, turning it over on downs again, and then uh, that they turn it over at the Detroit thirty-eight. Then the ensuing drive for the Lions was great. Eight plays, 61 yards. They had all they wanted on that drive. And they end up going for two because of, in my opinion, a absolutely BS, horrendous roughing the kicker call. Like, yeah. that was the definition of a flop by the kicker. Like, I get why the rule is there and it's to protect them, but there's got to be some common sense sort of utilized when calling that play because that play happens so often and they don't call it like it's just yeah it was stupid and so they end up going for two you couldn't have had on the actual touchdown a more wide open uh tight end to catch it and then jamal williams just went right up the middle to get wait you can draw a tight end to (laughs) believe it or not if he's the last guy in the line to be taken also, off. I believe a practice squad guy that they elevated to the 53, 53 man roster that has so. ties to the Packers tight end. I didn't know the that practice much. squad or something like that. I didn't know that much. Yeah. Shane Zilstra. I've never heard of him. So, alas. Congrats, Shane. <laughs> Congrats, Shane. Alas, 8 0 going into halftime. It's already bad. Like the, the vibes are in the sewer. Coming out of the second half or coming out of halftime punt immediately and then one of the very easy like one of the only highlights uh jair alexander flashes in front of amara st brown for interception but those good feelings would last for exactly all of two seconds as then rogers gives it right back on an interception um deep intended for uh robert tanyan and is just Double covered. Yeah, it's, it's a great play. I know. Like, Kirby, I had no idea. Kirby Joseph made a great play. Great game for him. But we'll talk other. about Rodgers in a minute. We'll talk yeah. about him in a minute. And that's half Hold me back. Hold me back, Newman. <laughs> Hold my earrings. Hold me back. <laughs> <laughs> so then, somehow, some way, it doesn't bite us. Three plays, like three and out. Again, defense did its job. Like, we're, like, <laughs> we're not going to have a lot to say about the defense. At least I won't. No. Like I, I have a couple single per, single player takes, but and coaching takes. But overall, the defensive unit was very good today. Um, they three and out. The Packers get a touchdown. Three and or they drive the field after the punt, and uh, Alan Lazard hauls in a relatively nice catch after dropping a few earlier. Like Alan, I had a problem with Alan Lazard today. He had eighty-seven yards on touchdown on four catches, but. Man alive, he had ten targets and a lot of drops in there. Like ESPN's box doesn't tell you drops in it, but I would bet he had at least two or three. One for sure on a critical fourth down play when he just couldn't yes. go to the ground with it. Like these were the yeah. kind of things we're talking about when Alan Lazard why Alan Lazard can't be a wide receiver one right now. He just doesn't have the capability or the ability to, because he's just not making these plays. Like a Devonta Adams, a Tyree Kill, a Debo Samuel. I can go on and go on and go on. Make that play falling to the ground. He didn't. He hasn't. It's just a lot of drops and a lot of critical moments for um, for Al Nazard. I feel like I'm talking a lot and driving a lot of this stuff. Do you have anything to say, Jordan? 
<laughs> no, I, I I thought he did a he. It, it resembled the Packers game where it's like he got a lot of action, um, got in the end zone for their lone touchdown, but it there were no one had a spotless game, no one had a flawless game, and Lazard was did everything he could, but it, yeah, there was some glaring, glaring things from right. his performance. Yeah. So then they go for two because they have to. It's yes. at that point it's six eight before the two point conversion. Two point conversion was god awful. Rolled the, to Lazard. Yep. They had uh Rogers roll out immediately from the shotgun snap, which is never a good play going for two. Like you don't get all the offense flowing into the a corner of the end zone wherein all the defense is in that ten yards span. So then Rogers rolls to Lazard, Lazard drops it. Would have been short anyways. Doesn't matter. Yeah. Six eight. Uh <laughs> ensuing ensuing drive from the Lions. They it's go just down. A, a hilarious football score. Yeah, it's Lions drive seventy yards, thirteen plays, tick five minutes off the clock. Um, score a touchdown, I believe, to another no name <laughs> tight end, James, James Mitchell. James Mitchell picked up a fantasy that started. Let's go. After they traded TJ Hawkinson away earlier in the week. Yep, who also had a really good game today. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, so now it's 6-15, Packers get a field goal of 9-15, and then it was just bad the rest of the way. The 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 last drive was so bad. They had first and 10 at the Detroit 17 with 55 seconds to go and ti- two of their timeouts. No, all their timeouts, I apologize. Two. And, nope, they had all of them. Oh, they burned. Yeah, they used. They right. they burned the one after. They should have got AJ another. Dylan fumbled out of delay a game. Yeah, so timeout, and then they run four plays all in the end zone. Makes no effing sense. Like you have fifty seconds to get seventeen yards. Why not just get the ten yards to touchdown? Why are you throwing it in the end zone? You have time and timeouts to burn run the ball like I, this is, at this point Aaron Jones already else so maybe don't run the ball to AJ Dillon but do something right do something to make it worthwhile and not just take four shots to the end zone when at this point Romy Dobbs is out Christian Watson is out and you just don't have the dynamic receivers that you needed to do um to get to, to score the ball yeah so yeah. that's the game and then take Lions take Neal's that's it. One kneel, I think maybe two. Doesn't matter. They lost nine to fifteen. <laughs> Box score is ugly. Uh despite having his most throwing yards on the season at two hundred and ninety one, Rogers has three interceptions and one touchdown with a QBR of twenty five. Most stuff. attempts too. Yep. Which very it's... emblematic of Yep. We'll we'll get to Rogers. We'll have we're gonna talk about the offense as we'll as a whole right now. And then we're gonna have a Rogers discussion. Because it's been yeah. overdue. Not overdue, but it's been due to really tell him what's what. This, and also, ridiculously, Aaron Rodgers, leading rusher on the team, scrambling all over the place today. Wish he'd scramble like that the entire season. There was times he definitely could have, and just didn't. So I don't know why it took nine games for him to get into this scrambling mode that he's in, but he is now. Four carries for 40 yards, all on scrambles. No design runs, obviously. Yeah. Um, AJ Dillon... 34 yards on 11 carries. He didn't have a good day. Um, mostly because they just didn't give him a chance, really. Like, once Aaron Jones went down, who had nine carries, 25 yards, they really just went away from the run altogether. 
And then Kylan Hill got one carry for seven yards, so good for Kylan. Nice to see him back, and he had a good run. Why wouldn't they just keep running the guy who got a seven-yard carry each more times, Jordan? Maybe you could have some reason to tell me, but I actually don't know. I I don't know either. <laughs> so then, Alan, like we said uh, earlier, Alan Lazard, four receptions for 87 yards and a touchdown. I didn't care for his day much at all. I think it was relatively poor, despite the, the yards and the touchdown. Um, I want to talk very briefly about uh, Josiah DeGuara. He's doing a lot of good things. Like I feel like every time I see him on the field and in the like on the screen, essentially, he's doing something good. Whether it be run blocking, pass blocking, or just catching the ball when he needs to catch the ball, really good stuff. So like I'm excited to see if he actually is turning into something positive. So same, same. Always like his skill set and what he could deliver. Mm-hmm. Had a few couple. His rookie and sophomore years are kind of marred by injuries and some pretty. Uh, terrible ones at that so yeah the fact that he's finally making some progress and getting on the field and being productive in those snaps are very encouraging despite everything else that's going around the Green Bay Packers yeah, <laughs> yeah he caught all five of his targets today so yeah. good on Josiah Aguara. I'm really glad to see something come positive out of this like he might get a cheese. I don't know if he will, but he might. It's probably yeah. not because it's not a lot to get a cheese. It's, it feels no. like you're using baby gloves, baby hands with them. But regardless, um, Samari Toure, who I'm also really excited about. Like, we'll we'll talk about this a little later, possibly on Thursday when we do like a season ahead thing, or maybe this off season. We'll talk about it eventually. But Samari Toure is good. He fits, which is weird going saying knowing where i'm going later in the pod he does a lot of what rogers wants to do as a receiver he runs the scramble drill really well yes and makes a lot of great adjustments on balls in air like his longest reception was that 32 yard catch that clutch catch at the end of the game where he ended up fumbling out of bounds thankfully but like the adjustment he made on that catch was incredible like Found it in the air, turned around, caught it, and had the presence of mind to get back up and keep trying to get more yards. Yeah, maybe don't do that next time, knowing the situation. But like, he's a rookie, a seven rookie at that. You get at the point. Yeah. So really excited about what he has to bring and for the future of his career. Yeah, for sure. Bobby Tunyon, three care, three catches, twenty nine yards on four targets. Christian Watson got hurt again. It really sucks for him, man. I like. At this point, I think you just shut him down for the season, let him get healthy for next year. Like two concussions in two weeks, his hamstring injury, a season going nowhere. Like I would just let also him... forgot. I forgot that before the announcers mentioned it, I forgot that he had missed all of training camp because he had knee surgery too. Yep. So just like that, kind of just always. There's a lot of things that are unrelated, but when you just put it all together, it's like oh, it's been, it's been yeah. uh, marred from the start. Yeah. So I think it might just be best to shut him down. Like, I really don't, I really hate to see it end this way for him this season. But, like, the season's not going anywhere. No. I don't want to see him injure himself more just to be on the field. Like, that's part of what made the beginning of the season so tough for him was that he couldn't get on the field during preseason and training camp to get those reps in. But at this point, like, you're running the risk of gaining more and more injuries each week to where it just hampers us the rest of his career. Like, two concussions in two weeks is already a very bad start. Like, I really yeah. hope he, he's doing okay. 
and they just kept him out because of protocol reasons and not because he actually was concussed. But man, like, scary. Like we saw what happened yeah. to Tua yep. because of it. So yeah, we'll see. Nothing much, too much else down the receiving score sheet. Aaron Jones, two catches of 20 yards. Big Dog, Mercedes Lewis, one catch, 19 yards. Romeo Dobbs, one catch, 18 yards before he sprained his ankle. Um, Then AJ Dillon, two catches, 10 yards. Sammy Watkins, uh, one catch, nine yards. Even David Bakhtiari's name on the receiving chart is infuriating me right now. It's so stupid, dude. Um, So that's all the stats. Let's talk about the defense. Well, no, I'm going to back up a little bit. Part of the reason the they lost this game was, one, Rodgers' carelessness with the ball, which we'll talk about in a minute. But also, they just had such poor, like, ball security and, like, focus, if that makes sense. Like, three interceptions and then an A.J. Dillon fumble which we recovered and then a, or one out of bounds and then a Samari Toure fumble which then we recovered however it worked out. Like that's just you can't have five three four for sure turnovers and then two fumbles. Like that's just being careless. Like it, it, it just it, those, this thing just can't happen and work towards winning football. Uh, I mean not even just that. Yeah you're already done bad. Anytime any game that you find of someone that's gonna a team that's gonna win with five turnovers, right? It's <laughs> I don't think you're gonna find many of those examples. Not a lot. Um, I also I would also throw in here not to the same detrimental things, but it just kind of adds up to the undisciplined nature of just what we're seeing now. Yep. Um, eight penalties, any one yards. I know you brought up that Jair Alexander. Uh, yeah. This will be our segue into our into the defense talk. Um, he also contributed to that touchdown drive with that just boneheaded, mm-hmm. unnecessary roughness play um, when the guy was clearly already out of bounds. So you take like it was. We saw that last week against Buffalo, where it's like this stuff just it it is emblematic of a team that is frustrated they are we're in the midst of losing their fifth straight game i understand that that happens everybody gets frustrated but it's like when this stuff can add up and be even more detrimental and eventually be one of these things that separate between you possibly winning and possibly losing right that is what you know just kind of i don't know I just felt like it was that, and even I know they got burned with that um, roughing the passer play by Enigbari, who's yeah. I have been really really impressed by. Impressed He's doing by. very well. <laughs> um, but there was oh, there's another one that I'm missing in my yeah. There, there was another play. penalty in there that really killed them. Yeah, and it's like it's stuff that just like you cannot as. As the slide continues, it's going to just get worse and worse and worse and worse. And it's just like, I don't know. It's just. No, absolutely. It sucks. Absolutely. Um, I, I'm going to touch on your dryer point in a minute. And just the general penalty plagued. Um, the dumb penalty plagues that we've been experiencing lately. The defense overall, I think, played very well today. I should say very well. They didn't play bad, but I think they played good. Played well. They kept them in it. They kept them in it, essentially. They 
they have a lot of talent in spots. Like I think they're doing like well that way. Like that the talent isn't the problem. The problem is the coaching. Like Joel Berry needs to go. Like it's it's actually a problem at this point because if you they're, they're so poorly coached that you have like your highest played player in defense and the highest played corner in in the NFL throwing a guy out of bounds for a 15 yard penalty and then taunting the fans afterwards. Like, I don't want to get on like this big high horse about not having fun playing football and taunting or whatever else. Like I'm all for it. Like have fun, have confidence, be that sort of regular bravado type personality you need to be as a cornerback. Cause wide receivers and corners in general are just psychos in gen like just typically anyways, but you're in the midst of a four game losing streak. And when you need to win a game, on a play that you clearly were wrong and then to have the presence of mind to do it, draw the penalty and then act like cool about it because you, because you drew the penalty. Like, no, that's just awful coaching. And Jair knows it. Like Jair knows he shouldn't do that. It's stupid. But where the difference is, is that you have to have a coach that's willing to be on their players' butts when they do things like this, and Joe Barry just isn't. I think the defense has lost all confidence in Joe Barry, and I wouldn't be surprised if Jair Alexander was the first person to do it, because when he wasn't put on Justin Jefferson week one, I think that started this whole snowball yeah. of having a, a poor defensive season and a poor, poorly coached defensive, um, poorly coached defensive team. I guess is yeah. what I'm trying to say. Like I think it's I think he's out on Joe Barry, and I would rather them just fire him now. Like. Why wait till the end of the offseason? See if somebody else on the team can do it and then go find someone else who can do it and hire the right person this time. Yeah, I mean, this is, I think this is the start of a lot of um, conversations about tough decisions (laughs) and just like what value is there remaining in this season? Because nothing's. We're going to get there. Yeah, thank I have, you. Thank we you. we have some things to talk about. Also, I will. Um, so they, <laughs> I had this thought, and then they showed this freaking graphic during the game. I'm probably gonna reference the game a lot just because it's very fresh in my mind right now. Um, they showed all these headlines about you know the defense looks so dominant in oh. training, training camp, and oh they're gonna carry them to a Super Bowl again. These are all during. <laughs> these are all during August. Right. And then in my mind, I go, well, that makes sense. They're going up against the Packers offense, who scored nine points to a Lions defense. Historically bad. That was allowing 30. Let me have this because football reference is not updated everything (laughs) yet. 32.1 points per game. It's the worst mark in the NFL. And as you said, an historic amount of points being it's actually lost. insane like we we both said on, on the on the preview that this game would be the game to get right and they just couldn't like if anything they look I they looked worse they, they looked they worse looked against worse. the fucking lions <laughs> than against the fucking bills who also lost this week but it's insane <laughs> there's one of them is a super Bowl contender one of them is trying to tank for a new quarterback whether it be bryce young today shroud or whoever i <laughs> Are they interested in one Aaron Charles Rogers? I literally was thinking today. I'm like, could you give the Lions a second and like, like, just ask like the Lions, like, what's your price for Aaron Rodgers? Like, he he might lead you up through your playoff first playoff for it's like ten years. 
Like, just give us a pick. Like, I don't care what it is. Then they'll say, like, we'd rather have love. (laughs) (laughs) Then fine, trade them love, trade around to somebody else, and draft a whole new lot of quarterbacks. Like, if that's going to be the case, I don't know. It's David Boxy behind center. The. Uh, he he could be put on any point of the oh field, you know. Put him behind. He's gonna be up the gut, ten yards, first and ten. That's the top eight pick in the NFL draft, Green Bay Packers. To you, if they keep losing, they might uh, have a chance to draft a top quarterback. <laughs> could you imagine? Could you imagine, Jordan, if they took two quarterbacks in four years? One of them did not. Both doesn't play more than like three games. Oh my lord. Anyways, to get back at the defense, to touch on Jair for a minute, I feel like outside of all this stuff, I feel like he's so feast or famine. It's yeah a little ridiculous. There's weeks he does very well. Last week was a perfect example of that. Like, smothered Gabe Davis did played really well. This week he had so many boneheaded plays that it cost him the game. Like he had the the penalty I already talked about. He, then he feasted with the interception. And then on one of the fourth down plays to like end the game, I forget, it might have been their second to yeah. last driver was, he just didn't pick up the receiver in the flat. That's his guy. Yeah. And he did. He, he just didn't do it. And I think that is emblematic of a running back coached right? defense. I don't know. I, I think it, it mm, I don't know. But it's just emblematic of a the, the, the crap job Joel Barry is doing. Like it, it, yeah. it just—it's really all it is. Like, be it from wanting to run zone all year long, to being forced to put people into man, to then like this problems with the zone still showing up that they can't hand off players between zones ever. Like, I think it's just—it's time for him to go. It, it really is. But like, outside of that, they played well, and it's annoying because we get so upset and i'm gonna be upset all episode because they like we we're asking them to do so much that we get mad that when they mess up we lose games but when the problem is is you shouldn't be expected to hold a team to 15 points and be on the line for them not to lose like it's it's just so frustrating so but it gets even more frustrating because Rashawn gary is hurt in a boot and in crutches eric stokes i'm pretty sure was in a boot and in crutches yep uh, Chris Jones. Barnes went out with a um, concussion, I'm pretty sure. So we said pre-pod that we were talking injuries before we got to the defense. We kind of jumped the gun a little bit. So we'll, we'll go through those injuries now just because we are. So do you, do you have any, I guess before we do that, do you have anything else about like the defense in general? I think they all yeah. played relatively well outside of Darnell Savage not having a great year. We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. So the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. 
And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Yeah. Savage. It's bad. It's really bad. He had one of those. Cl- There's Rudy, the Ford. Ta- Rudy Ford is outplaying him. Rudy Ford is outplaying a guy they, him. A guy they, they picked, picked him up, up mid-season. Yeah. Or pre or post-cut day, I think it was. Post-cut day, because everybody thought that would be a special teamer. Then you're like, oh, he might be better than our starting strong safety. Uh, or free safety. Whatever you, safety. Who cares? <laughs> uh, everything's positionless. David Bakhtiari is going to play safety next year. So... <laughs> But even Savage, his, like, you know how, like, signature moves, like, exist in 2K? I'm sure it I don't play 2K. Madden. I don't play it either anymore. <laughs> I'm an old man. But Darnell Savage, his tackling thing are just going, like. Dude, I'm so sick of people not wrapping up on tackling. Like it's him though, right? I, it is him. Like Darnell Savage just needs to wrap up. Why don't they wap up anymore? Like is just, he doing it because he doesn't want to get hurt because he's trying to get paid? Is I don't this know. What man. It... I don't know. But it is truly bizarre to see someone lunge their body at someone, but don't move their arms. Yeah. In a game called football <laughs> that requires you to do that people up and tackle them on the ground it's just yeah but other than that i thought that again the defense kept them in like i i i I understand all the problems with joe barry i understand all the problems with just being just young and dumb (laughs) because it's been the last two weeks um yet again 15 points is not that's not a lot no the offense needs to do it yeah yeah um We'll go through some of the Devontae White got on the field today. Got two tackles. That's, that's a plus. He did. I was just trying. You said young and dumb. I was like, oh, it's Devontae White up to. <laughs> <laughs> Injury is a bound today. Like Ford Field is the bane of my existence as a football as a per- yes, football fan. Like I feel like rough. like here's the th- we'll we'll go through it and then I'll we'll get mad again. Romeo Dobbs first play of the of the. First play of the, the uh, Packers offensive drive. Hurts his ankle, sprained, in a boot, on crutches. Christian Watson, probably another concussion. Aaron Jones, in a walking boot, on crutches. Rashawn Gary, in a walking boot, on crutches, I'm pretty sure. Didn't hear about Eric Stokes. He also had a foot injury. Chris Barnes had a concussion, likely. Dave Bakhtiari was on the sideline for most of the second half after his blunder, trying to catch the ball at the end of the first half. And then... When the game mattered the most, they put him back on the field for the last drive. Now, some of you may not remember, some of you may not remember this, but I certainly do. 
last year when David Bakhtiari did not exist as a football player, weeks one through seventeen, he did not play. And then maybe it was sixteen. I think he might played two of the last one, like one or two of the last games, or it might have been just the last game against Detroit. Well, it was. It, I think it was just the last game. I think it was just the last game. He was going to play. Yeah. So then he played against Detroit in Detroit on forward field. Re-injures his knee. Does not play for the 49ers game. Like, that's where he re-injured it. It wasn't available to play. And now, you put him... He gets hurt again. He hurts his knee again at like on Ford Field. <laughs> then, just because the game mattered the most, like, I get it. It's a do-or-die game. Like, I, that's the point. But there's still season left after this. You put him back in for the one drive. He didn't get hurt. Hopefully he didn't get hurt again. But what's the point in letting, not letting him play the entire second half only to put him in when it really matters? If he's going to have to play the last drive... nothing matters. <laughs> Godless Rock to steal yeah. Andrew Snyder's term from cruising for a bruising. Godless Rock. So, the Packers... <laughs> Next week, he'll be kicking into that big net that kicker's kicking because he's going to be lining up for a 53-year field goal. That's what's going to happen. Positionless football. <laughs> Positionless football. But, yeah, but to your point, too, we're talking about penalties. We're talking about the Jair Alexander doing all that. Bakhtiari is, is all that is very different to those penalties. But it just, again, pulse into just like, what the hell are you doing? Yeah. What do you like? What is, how is, what are you signing off and what isn't? Because we talked about this a couple weeks ago when he goes from playing all of like his first two games back, then just not playing at all. Yep. And it's like it's stuff like that that's like, what who who really is running this team? Yep. I think that's you a know. that's a great transition into who we think is running this team. And I'm we're pretty fucking sure this episode has been marked explicit twice. We are pretty fucking sure it's Aaron Rodgers. And he stinks. He's bad. It was just embarrassing today. The, I think the Rodgers of old that we all like know and loved from the mid-2000s and 2011 and all of it is it is no longer there. Like Even last year and the year before that was, was his say, MVP. Was that, he was an MVP last year and- I right. don't think I've ever seen an MVP who has played games. Right. We're not talking about someone who has had a serious injury occur to them. Right. Like, he is playing games and is awful. 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 It's it just an impediment to yeah. them. Yeah. And we talked about it, but nine points on offense is just not acceptable. It just really isn't. And to go over his stats again briefly, two, 23 for 43, 291 yards, one touchdown, and three interceptions. We need to talk about these interceptions. They're not good. The common theme, and I'm sick of hearing about the thumb. I'm so sick of hearing about the thumb. If the thumb is actually the issue, he shouldn't be playing. Because now it's causing like actual detriment to the, to the team. And it caused them to lose games. If he can't throw the ball at the proper height to hit his receiver in the numbers... Then he should be playing. Everything was short. Everything it's been short for weeks, Jordan. It's been short for weeks. And today was like the perfect amalgamation and like the 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 button on the present that is the 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 stinker of Roger's season so far of why that thumb he should be just be sitting if it hurts so bad. The first interception. 
low throw to hit that dude in the helmet, popped it up, interception. There was a fourth down play, I think, to Sammy Watkins on the second drive, where Sammy Watkins just went uh, yes. straight in, yep. throws it low. He has to go down and pick it up. If he throws it at his numbers, it's a first down. Easy money. He couldn't. He, it was at his true essence. He had to go down and pick it up and drops it. Like, that's not a Sammy Watkins drop. That is an Aaron Rodgers miss throw. Like, no. and don't come talk to me about if the receiver gets his hands on, he has to make the play. When you're running full speed at the bend down to have your well, that... chest perpendicular parallel to the, to the turf, it's hard to make the play. Like, just make the receiver's job easy and put it on the numbers. It's simple. Yeah. And so, I, I mean... You you keep going through the interceptions. I'll save my thought. So then, um, his second one, <laughs> David Bakhtiari, same thing. Like the play itself sucked. Like it's not good. And we'll t- I, we have a uh something. What from... down was that again? Uh, that look... wasn't fourth down, was it? I don't think so. It was, I think first down. Yeah. No, I lied. I'm at the wrong thing. Uh, no, it was it was fourth down. It was fourth down. <laughs> oh my god! That, that's like another about the coaching thing. We are our our like goal to go, goal to go, and like short yardage distance plays are horrendous. Like we have nothing like this for all, all season. The Fleur's time too. That's I remember horrendous. like the first first couple of games into his first year. It was against the Eagles, and they had the the they're on the goal line, and they could not punch it. In. They had multiple plays on the goal line, could not punch it. Ugh. And so, the stupid interception, David Bakhtiari, like Jordan said earlier, he's backpedaling, throwing it, and then throws it short right into Aiden Hutchinson's arms. Like, albeit great play by Aiden Hutchinson to recognize what was going on and be ready for that play, but at the same time, just throw it a little farther. To David Bakhtiari to where only he can catch it. If you overthrow him, I'm fine with it. At least you didn't underthrow him. Because... You know, like how you did, you know, all throughout his Packers time. Right. David Bakhtiari is running out to the <laughs> end zone, right? But, like, that's a critical decision. If you overthrow it and it's it falls incomplete on fourth down, the line is the ball at the one-yard line. If he underthrows it and it intercepted, it goes up to the 20, which, like, it was a three-and-out ensuing anyways. Or a, they punted anyways. It doesn't. It ended up not mattering. But it's a decision making, right? Like, put it where only your "quote unquote" receiver can catch it. At that point, <laughs> the problem with this is that it is a fourth down. <laughs> right. We should have had that conversation. It's fourth down, and you're. Th- I understand he doesn't have faith in his wide receivers. I don't have faith in him as well. <laughs> But the problem is they, you you still do it all the time. You throw it to a wide receiver right. that is capable and knows how to run a route. Throw it to Samari Touré. He should be in the game at that point. If you're going to throw to somebody, throw to somebody who can catch the well, ball. Well, that is the thing. I I mean, a lot of today, I saw guys breaking free, had a yeah. lot of space around them. I was so mad. I forget what play it was, but they said during the game before Chris Watson got hurt that – Christian Watson was running downfield. Like he was running routes downfield. They just couldn't get it to him. It's just like, man, like I really There was wish... one that he missed of Lazard um down the middle, but I think it was one that he eventually got sacked. 
and it's like he is staring at him yeah and then is just going he, the where are the reads where are the reads and then just you know plays over before we get to that part i have more trouble on that i'm gonna talk about this bakhtiari play this is from Please tom stop. <laughs> <laughs> this is from tom uh silverstein's uh oh, column yes. post game this was uh this is sort of emblematic and i'm about to get so mad reading this um of like the Packers season. It's a really good set of four paragraphs here. So everything I say from this point on until the end of the quote is from Spoon's column. Lafleur wants more motion. Rodgers wants less. Lafleur likes the quarterback under center. Rodgers likes shotgun. Lafleur needs Rodgers to be patient and supportive of the young receivers. And Rodgers suggested after the game they need more hurry up and believes in tough love. Does anyone really think Lafleur came up with a tackle eligible play that called for Rodgers to throw the ball to David Bakhtiari? A guy who can barely practice during the week because of the four surgeries he's had on his left knee. Rodgers and Bakhtiari are best friends, and yeah, it would have fired up everyone if Bakhtiari were to score. But this is a must-win game on a fourth and goal at the one. Maybe throw it to, a Liz- to Lazard or Tunyon. That would have made more sense. Yeah, or sorry, quote, yeah, I would, end quote, Lazard said of wanting the ball in that situation, situation quote, but that's... But that's regardless if it's first, second, third, fourth, and goal. It doesn't matter. I think that's just my competitive nature. I always want to help the team, end quote, end story. Shout out Tom Silverstein. That is an absolute, like, put that four paragraphs to the ether beat, like, from Nas, and just let it cook. Because that is so emblematic of why I think Rodgers just needs to go. Like, it, I, I really think that is, like, this is when push comes to shove, is that the honeymoon era between Matt LaFleur and Aaron Rodgers is now over. Three years, three NFC, or two NFC Championship games, and an NFC Divisional uh, game. All for naught. All, it, great seasons, winning Super Bowls, hard football, we get that. It's past that point now. Rodgers has, doesn't buy into LaFleur's offense anymore and is now making up plays at the goal line, it seems, if Tom Silverstein is right about it, which I think he might be. I'm would not be shocked if that was Rodgers' call. Because if I'm not mistaken, that might have been the play. If, like, if, I'm not be, if I'm not mistaken, that might have been the play when they sent A.J. Dillon out. When yes. Aaron Rodgers sent A.J. Dillon out of the huddle, brought in Aaron Jones, and then threw it to Bakhtiari. Like, if he's sending people in and out of the huddle for his own play calls, that's a problem. Like, I... Like the, the the offense is needs to be such at a base level at this point that it he should not be audibling at the line as often as he does because at this point I laughed during because we talked about it during the Discord join Discord gsp.info that Rogers audibling the play for a three yard screen is driving me insane this year it's driving me up a fucking wall. Well, like, how many times too did the play? There are so many times during this game that the play clock hits zero it should be a delay of game oh, they should have absolutely. Like 10, absolutely 10 delay of games and inevitably all the i don't think any of them were called today no nope. nope, they weren't and it's stuff like that it's like aaron Rodgers. how he this is not anything new this is how he runs the offense he, always he burns through timeouts because he doesn't like what he sees before right before they're about to call a snap or maybe there's Disguising a coverage defensively, who the hell cares? Mm-hmm. But this is how he does it. 
So the very person that says we we had to hurry it up more, we had to do all these things to do it. He is the one that is ultimately <laughs> the person point. that has. Yeah, you know I mean, it's like that doesn't make sense at all. Oh my god, that's a great point. He wants more hurry up, but <sighs> the last play of the game coming out of a timeout, it's fourth down. It like they're. <laughs> Well, even there the was a quote play too. Of the, game. the clock, yes. the, the play clock hit zeros, and that yes. was the last play of the game coming out of a fucking timeout. How does that happen? How are there you was... running the play clock down to zeros, scrambling to snap the ball when you're coming out of a timeout, Jordan? It doesn't make any sense. No, there was a quote that Aaron Andrews had um, early in the game. I think this is after the first pick, so the the double doink um, pick. <laughs> the double doink. <laughs> Off of Derek Barnes, that guy, whoever Derek Barnes is, I've never heard of this guy before today. He was good. He, did a hell, he had a hell of a game. Him and Kirby Joseph, really yes. good day today for the Lions. Um, Akuda too. Yep. Barracuda. Okay, Hart. Uh, <laughs> Let's chill out here. <laughs> um, but no, Aaron Andrews had this quote from Aaron Rodgers that he so desperately wants to help the team that he is putting it on his shoulders. It's he wants to to have more of uh, agency calling passes and he wants to throw more and all that stuff. And then he's the very one that says, or is doing all this tough love to his receivers. He doesn't trust his wide receivers. And the one that he trusts the most, Alan Lazard, had Thanks. a very meh game. Yeah, I mean, it's stuff like that that just like, I, it, we've seen this in this playbook before when things have gone wrong. Yeah. Um, we talked about this before the game. They kept showing this three interception game that he had against the Panthers at the end of the 2017 season, which if any Packer fans remember was when he returned from being hurt. Um, I think from a collarbone. Yeah. It was the collarbone injury. And Comes back, it was the Brett Hundley year, it was just a year from hell. But the Packers are still somehow in the playoff conversation, like with two weeks to go. Because the NFC North was bad, was why. <laughs> yes, that's the other thing. It's always bad. Not this year. Um, I got one not, good team. Yeah. Um, and he comes back and just has a stinker of a game, and that's it. And it's stuff like that where it's like, I feel like when things are going wrong, he puts it even more on his shoulders. And that as you said, that was okay for Aaron Rodgers in 2010. Yeah, that was okay in 2015. The run the table year, the relax year, all these things. Even when you know they come out of a terrible first game last year, or I don't know, like take any other example. This is not the same Aaron Rodgers. No, nope. he does. It's true. He does not have the same weapons. He also just is not the same. Whether it's the thumb yeah. injury that is just constantly keep kept playing up but it's been true of his of his play all year right that he has just not had it to the same degree and maybe it's because you know he's taking it extra long in training camps or it could be a whole sort of factors of why things are the way they are right at this point there's really nothing to be gained watching Aaron Rodgers throw fits after oh my god it drove me up a wall it drove me so insane today watching him throw his temper tantrums behind the line of scrimmage made me so angry so so incredibly angry and they're like like... they they had like the cameras are 
still good in football now, which like I'm not mm-hmm. complaining. Like I'm glad they have the cameras that do makes for a great watching experience. They they catch Rogers saying all the shit he says behind the line, and at one point I think he yelled at Samari Touré to catch the freaking ball. It's yes. like no, Rogers, you threw it low. Throw yeah. the freaking ball. It like, was the one. It was his the. Fault. It was the or, one sorry, where he it's not threw. Samari's fault. Yes, it was the one where he threw a deep ball that would have been a touchdown, and yep. the safety that Kirby Joseph safety made a play on it. Because it's underthrown. Yeah, he just he just doesn't have anymore. Like he I, for whatever reason he cannot throw the ball long anymore, and like that's one of the main issues. Like that ball should have been touchdown. Should have been right, dropped right in the basket of Samari Toure. It wasn't. It was underthrown. The Tunyon throw was thrown behind yes. him, and that's why yes. Kirby Joseph could get that interception. He just can't place the ball like he used to. That game, that part of his game is just gone for whatever reason. He can't throw it properly anymore i should say properly he can't throw it on target anymore he can't throw it as far as he used to anymore and that's i think the main reason he's having such a horrendous year yeah and frankly like i i I've just about had it with him we're, we're we're three and six sorry they're three and six i'm not part of this team i should say we should be you have ownership in this team we should You're we should we shouldn't be using the the first person <laughs> the pronouns when it comes to teams like this unless Packers, you have stock I don't. The Packers are three oh. and six, and as we talked about all season, the upcoming schedule is tough. Like truthfully, we we go Dallas at home next week, Tennessee at home on Thursday night, and then at Philly. I might just be ready to throw Rodgers out in these next three games to let him play the tough teams, and then put Jordan Love in for Chicago, L.A., Miami, Minnesota, Detroit. See what we have in Jordan Love, because. I don't feel like watching an Aaron Rodgers throw temper tran- temper tantrums for f- what nine, seven, seven more, eight more weeks. Like it's just it it won't be enjoyable at, to watch a football game like like that. Yeah. And so like I am. And what and what does he give you? Does he really get, give you that much? If you if no. They say they went out. They say on the off chance that a miracle happens, they went out ten and six. They're not doing anything in the playoffs. They're not a complete enough team. They don't have the def- they don't have the defensive coaching to do it. They don't have nope. like unless so the weapons. The weapons too. Like they'll, they'll get stomped in the playoffs. And at this point, with all the injuries they have, like it's not even it, like it's a pipe dream. It's a literal pipe dream to think this team is making the playoffs this year. So the best case scenario is that they get you, that he gets you to what we'll say six and ten, seven and nine, or no six and eleven. Seven and ten. At that point, all you're doing is tanking your draft pick. Like I hate to be the draft pick guy this middle part of the season, but it's time to start looking like the like this, right? Like they, I don't know where you what you would draft at because right now they have a top eight pick. I don't know what you draft that eight to make them a significantly better team besides a quarterback. But like, I like last year's wide receivers more than I like this year's. I'm not a draft expert. But like I know that last year there was a lot of ground receivers, and we'll see about this year. But I just don't like. What do you do? Um, so I I yeah. would rather just see what Jordan to get to bring it back. I would rather just see what Jordan Love is like. If he goes and wins us a couple games, hey, maybe we give Aaron Rodgers for a song, just a bad song. See if if the. <laughs> If the Colts want to take the train to have another <laughs> old aging quarterback lead their team to the playoffs, 
see if the Lions want him, see if the Falcons want him, see if any team willing to give us like a fourth round pick for Rodgers wants him. Like that's really all I'm looking for because with all due respect, it's been a wonderful ride over the years. It's been real. It's I think it's time. I think it's time to happen. I really do. And not to be preachy and to be like hindsight when they drafted Jordan Love and he was all mad, Rodgers was. And there was like rumblings of him getting traded to Detroit or to Denver then. I was like, tough, I don't want to do it, but maybe we should kind of thing. Like, whatever, whatever. Went on to have two more MVP seasons. It would have sucked then. But in football, you always want to get out a year ahead rather than a year late. Yeah. And we're now a year late. Yeah. And so, like, Ty and Adam and Rohan talked about it, but, like, imagine the Packers got what they got for uh, Russell Wilson. Like, last offseason, that would have been crazy. Like, we'd be upset about it after two MVP seasons, but, man, it looks good now. And so, yeah, I think I'm trotting out Rodgers to play two playoff teams and a Tennessee Titans team that's on the brink of beating the... Chiefs right now in the fourth quarter to timestamp on recording this. But I would just trot Rodgers out in the next three weeks, see if he has anything left to give, and then play Jordan Love. Well, Rodgers might just retire at that point because he's too above being benched, which, whatever. We'll get, also see if Ken Angles will come on the podcast in the offseason and see what the implications of that, of that would be. Uh, but man, I, I'm, I'm out on Rodgers, I think. I think he needs to go. Yeah, I mean, I have. I, I think just the direction of the season just says it all. I mean, you look at down in Chicago, I mean, the Bears are not that great, but you're at least seeing a quarterback of the future starting to flourish, and yeah. they are making investments in him. That's the thing about, like, yeah, the Packers wide receiver core is really young. It sure would be interesting what how Jordan Love would play with them. I'm not saying it would yeah. be any better, but if we're talking about, like, It can't be worse. It can't be worse. I mean, they're three and six, and, <laughs> and Rogers belittles them with each passing week, and yeah. it's a two way street. Like it's not, you know, like that's where like pulling that eject cord to me has always been. I probably pulled it so many times at this point because Packers just disappointed me beyond belief. <laughs> like it's just a matter of expectations. If right. if we were sitting here three and six with Jordan love under center. Yeah. He's going to take his lumps. I'm not saying he's a perfect developmental quarterback. He might not even be a starting caliber player, but again, the lions are kind of the perfect example of like, they have a direction with their, with what they are doing. And it's going to take a long time before they get something right. They don't even have the, they don't even have a Justin Fields in place, but Jared Goff is pretty darn competent. I know he didn't really look right. like that today. Yeah, he's like the definition of just like a competent quarterback. He had he, and they had, have he had a, bad balls today. Don't get me wrong, but like yeah, and they have a blue chip wide receiver who probably won't play this year because I wouldn't. Expect I'd say him. they have two. They have Amara yes. St. Brown and, and Jameson Williams. Williams. Like, and it's stuff like that that's like you know it's great seeing Aaron Jones and AJ Dillon do what they do in the run game and. I just want to see Christian Watson healthy for a full game. And just yep. get, he gets these opportunities and he does well. And then just like immediately just something bad happens. Romeo Dobbs, the same, same thing. Right. But it's like, 
you're the rubber is already meeting the road where you're you have tried to thread this needle and you know all this stuff of of two tracks and blah blah blah. It's like <laughs> no, this is the team that you have. Yep. This is the team that's going to carry you. Matt LaFleur is going to be sticking around longer than Aaron Rodgers is. I would rather so, have Matt LaFleur and company. Well, Matt LaFleur and like Brian Gutenkinst and like Russ Ball and all of them like around longer than I want Rodgers around. Like I, I'm at the point in right now where I think I trust Matt LaFleur more than Aaron Rodgers given that Rodgers is taking over so much of the offense and running away from what Matt LaFleur wants to do as a coach. Yeah. Like we've had, we've had the discussions about like what the hell is Matt LaFleur doing with this offense? I think this week is really showing that it's Aaron Rodgers taking, it's taking the reins and just driving it into the ground. Yep. Man, what a crap week of football. Yes. You have anything else to say? Um, no, I mean, I, I think this is just kind of, we're there. Yeah. We're there. And this is, that is the irony of just like, um, I don't know. Yeah. It's crazy to think that they, I, they are going, I even, I think I, when we were finishing the last pot, I was like, they're going to win eventually. I, I remember like, I told you to knock on wood. I know. <laughs> Ever told you knocking all the wood because he said they're going to win eventually, and now I we're just, getting to the top. I don't part know of the if season. they're going to win with Aaron Rodgers playing quarterback or Jordan Love. That's the that's the problem. There, the problem is right now is that there is a chance they win the, the rest of the way. Don't say that. Don't do. Don't do this, Jordan. <laughs> they face Dallas, which like at home, they're a good football team. They have Zeke Elliott, and if they're as banged up, like. If they don't get any of these players who are went out this week back next week, which it sounds like they might, because if you're on crutches and in a boot walking out of the stadium, six days is not a lot of time to recover. No. And um, then they have a Thursday night game. Yep. So they face Dallas next week at home. Short week against the Titans at Philly. And then at at Chicago. Like, I don't know if they can beat Chicago right now. I'm not going to say that. They could beat the Lions. I'm not going to say yeah, it. Everything's on the table at this point. But then they go home against the Rams, who lost in tragic fashion to the Buccaneers today. In Miami, who are fighting for a playoff spot. At home versus the Vikings. And then at home versus Detroit. Like, there's not a lot of opportunity there for wins, in my opinion. Maybe one or two. If they play no. like they have been, which is bad football. Bad football. But, yeah. That's it. <laughs> it's, just, <laughs> it's just not good. No. Not you, at all. You, you have nothing else about... You didn't get to see Pat O'Donnell today, I don't think. I think I saw him once or twice. No, there was not a lot of Pat O'Donnell. I, I, I gotta go back. Did we punt today? Yes, we did. Are you sure? Yeah, we did. Definitely early. We played. We punted oh, one time. The ensuing uh, kickoff of the uh, first drive out of the half. One one pound on a punt. Remember, he was gonna be make our special teams good. He was gonna, he was gonna kick the ball in the winter. Uh, yeah. In the in the in the frozen tundra of level this field, is, the playoffs. Is, Pat O'Donnell was gonna make sure that Corey Vorquez didn't punt away our 
playoff and Super Bowl chances, Jordan. This is what really irked me about like Rich Picasso. This is no just I'm not trying to belittle the man. Which like I don't but, think they're doing bad. They're not the reason the Packers are losing. No, it's game. far from it. But it was like there's everybody is talking about a very specific problem to the 2021 Green Bay Packers, but we yeah. had no idea what the 2022 Green Bay Packers were. And guess what? Turns out they're shit. Turns out so, shit. <laughs> all right. So it's like yeah, <laughs> Rich Piscassi is not going to solve it. No, unfortunately not. Yeah. But alas, that's uh, that's it. We have uh, some good news. Let's uh, let's take two seconds just to breathe in. <sighs> breathe out, Costa. Because there's good news. We got some promotions to go on. Uh, first and foremost, Jordan, if I'm not mistaken, you have a most recent episode of Winning Six on the feeds as of last Thursday, correct? Yes, you'd be correct. Mm-hmm. Talking about the undefeated Milwaukee Bucks. It's a undefeated, little dated, but they're still undefeated. Never lost. Exactly. Never lost. That doesn't lose. I think they're 9 and 0, right? Yes. I really selfishly want them to make it to 10 and 0 because I like that nice round number, even though it doesn't really matter in like the grand scheme of things. It would just be cool. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but they're already the, the hottest start in franchise history. I don't think yes. any, I don't think any other Bucks team has ever started nine and zero. No, Giannis MVP is going to come. So go listen to Win in Six. But also, um, you're listening to this Monday morning. If you're a loyal listener, we appreciate you. Uh, Ty Rohan should be wrapping up recording Eurostep right now, and that'll be in the Bucks feed today as well. Their regular Monday pod that they've committed to doing. Every pretty much every Monday they get on a more regular schedule, which is always nice because we love them boys. Love love one and six. Love your stuff. We love them boys. We love them boys. <laughs> and then um Adam and Andrew record another episode of Cruising for a Bruising this week. Uh mailbag, I'm pretty sure. So go listen to that to get up to date on the latest Brewers news. Astros won the World Series. I was down horrendous. Screw the Astros. But that's not all, folks. We have one more announcement. Ooh. And it's an exciting announcement. You've seen my fresh drip. You've seen my sweatshirt. With the with, with one random facade on the front of the sweatshirt. You've seen my flag in the background. I, I turned the wrong way. You've also seen Jordan's shirt if you're watching the YouTube. We're, fla- we're flaunting our merch. With uh, the Taco Tundra uh, name on the nice, very nice uh, t-shirt. You've seen my random... Uh, facade flag back here with the Talk of the Tundra uh, logo up here. Very random facade. Not a specific facade in general at all. All of this and more can be yours now. Talk um, of the Tundra merch is now live on gspnstore.com You can go to gspn.info to find the link to the store. Like I said, gspnstore.com A lot of good stuff in there. T-shirts, sweatshirts, mugs, glasses, stickers, pillows, like pillows, the, the flags, they got big flags too that mm-hmm. go like way longer and wider than this small one does. I got the littlest one and it's it's like four and a half feet wide, a square I think, but it's really nice. The, like the sweatshirts are super comfy, like super comfy. They're really cozy. Like 
<laughs> really cozy. cozy, airy too. It's not too bu- like bunches up. But, yeah, know, it's really very good. Nice. Um, so go get yourself some Talk of the Tundra merch. But also, we're gonna plug that Win in Six has purple merch now. Purple, purple merch, and it is clean. It is so clean, so so clean. So, uh, Talk of Tundra listeners, if you go to the gspnstore.com purchase yourself a little couple little christmas gifts maybe maybe some Ooh. loungewear for the winter because despite it being 60 degrees all week this week winter is coming we are on oh. our game of thrones shit it is coming it's gonna be cold through november 14th so you have a week from when you're listening to this if you use promo code tot t-o-t-t in all caps 10 percent off in the store on your taco tundra merch 10% so, off on tot? On tot. Ooh. Ooh. So, go get your merch, folks. We would really appreciate it. Like we said, I we ordered a bunch of it just to test it out. Really comfy stuff. Go get it. Wear it. Flaunt it. If you get some and wear it, at me on Twitter, at Numac is known, at Jordan yes. Trusky. We'll retweet it. We'll praise you. We'll thankfully, thankfully thank you. <laughs> for purchasing us our stuff and listening to the pod so um thank you all for listening to this podcast of us just ranting about how much the packers frustrate us and how aaron Rodgers probably shouldn't be a packer no more we appreciate your loyalty and your uh overarching support through these hard times jordan got anything else to say no i am this is the we're in the the circle the tot circle that's we are anyways you're walking around the circle. Welcome. We're all in this together. All right. Thanks, folks. And thank you, Jordan. <laughs> thank you.